hey everybody welcome to an all new episode of 30 on broadway uh last week i felt like it was a little rusty but good to be back it had been a while a few months too too long yeah well first time long time whose fault was that yeah whatever we i'm not talking about that again but we are back uh talking about the week that was dude why is your shesterkin jersey laying on the bed in the background because i like to stare at it while I'm laying in bed. Well, that's just weird. Thanks. Thanks for exposing my office. You're welcome. To the internet. You're welcome. Thank you. You didn't say anything about this, by the way. I don't know if you noticed. I mean, isn't that where Ash... And now we're ass punching you in the face. I took a stick. I no, I took a stick to the mouth playing hockey. Now whether that was in my dreams or not. Yeah, that was a hundred percent that was a hundred percent in your dreams. Not the point. We both know you haven't played in quite a bit. It's been two and a half years. Three years. Thank you for confirming what I said quite Maybe a Maybe four. Bit. I don't know. But anyways, on Monday I woke up not as one-time fantasy hockey champion. But I woke up as two-time fantasy hockey champion. And I felt pretty good. I felt pretty good about it. I didn't feel that great about the Rangers week that was. Granted, they grabbed points, which which always helps during this time of the year. But the last time we talked, Nick is mad because I beat him in the final. That's, that's, you know. No, because here's what Chris won't say. Here's what? what Chris won't say. I'm being a good sport. Over the last three years, who's been the class of the league? Yeah, but you you won last. You won the championship last season. Oh, no, you didn't. You won it the no, season before. I won it two years ago. Yeah. But I've been, in, I've been in the finals three straight yeah. seasons. So this is my second turn to the final. I should have the COVID year. I should have got in because I was beating – gritty and then that went to kiboshing so that we got screwed that was a a, a crap shoot but anyways last time we talked the rangers were going out to columbus um where they took they, care of just meanwhile by the way i i wind up getting to the finals every year and i don't have connor mcdavid or leon dreisaitl on my team i didn't so have either like, one of those I, I no, I know. I'm just saying. Like I, I had a well-rounded, well-oiled machine. I was looking at my transaction history for the season, and it was quite impressive the moves that I, I made you know, during the year. You know, I, I, because I can only imagine what I would do if I like got Connor McDavid. Or, yeah, or but that's tough side. because then you pick first, and then you don't pick again until the bottom. So you do potentially miss out on a lot of good. I mean, granted, Connor McDavid is like a three for one, but right. anyways. So last no, my my team my team just shit the bed. Like I just I, I relied yeah, on too many. Your team fell asleep my, at the end. That's all. I relied on on you know. But the crazy thing was is that I went four and zero against you during the season, which is just ridiculous. I I just, I've never lost to you. I don't think I've ever lost to you that many times. Period. No, probably not. I, I no, like it was just weird. It was a weird season. It was it was a weird season. It was it was but, weird. All right, so back on the topic. I know last week we were a bit rusty. I think I said um and like and um uh um like a hundred effing times after I listened to the playback, and I was like, oh god. So bear with us. We're getting back into the rhythm of things. Um, 
Oh, there we go. Just did it. Oh man, put a put another quarter in the um jar. Uh, oh my um, god! <laughs> um, I just opened up Pandora's box, you shitbag. Anyways, um, so um, last time we talked, it was last Monday. We talked about the week that was coming. Um. um <laughs> 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 we talked about the week that was coming with the Columbus Blue Jackets, the back-to-back, because this team just plays back-to-backs every other damn week, it feels like. Hey, with, what do we have this week, Johnny? Another back-to-back. You know, playing the Devils, then playing the Buffalo Sabres, then uh, the game on Sunday, which Nick will talk about because he was in attendance at uh, – I, I was there. At the at the, the D.C. Um, but the Rangers took care of business, obviously, against the Columbus Blue Jackets. And look, I'll, I'll always kind of go back to this because I think this was talked about a lot last year where, you know, people kind of harped on, well, the Rangers are like 500 or just barely above 500 against playoff teams or good teams. But their record against the bad teams was, like, phenomenal. That's what it should be. Honestly... If you're playing like 500 hockey against the playoff caliber teams or top teams in the league, you're doing you're doing good. Are, are you are you doing are, are you like Boston Bruins? No, but if you're cleaning up shop against the teams that you're supposed to beat, now granted they didn't do that against Buffalo, which was a problem, but they did it against Columbus, they did it against Washington. You know, you take you take it. So they go out you know, out of a possible eight points, they come away with five. Yeah, I, I would have liked them for them to come away with six out of the eight. I think that's what I said last week. But, you know, picking up the, the win against Columbus, you know, they lose a tough one against the Devils where I thought they started to really kind of – I thought their game got better as it went along. Uh, Buffalo. If they had five more minutes in the Devil game, they were going to tie it. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo, which goes back to them, like stop starting slow, right? You know, and then and then of course they had the five two beat down on on Washington of a team that's just you know they're they're toast. I mean the the Washington Capitals are, I think their ship has sailed. I think the the has been has been, but you know we talked about this I think on the last the last episode where. And Gerard Gallant mentioned this after the Buffalo, I think it was after the Buffalo game, where the Rangers clinched the playoffs. And sure, they're picking up points. They're, you know, they're winning games, right? I mean, they had they had a nice win streak uh, after the, after, you know, they had the embarrassing loss against Ottawa earlier in the month of March. Then they lost to the, the Bruins, you know, they beat Montreal in a shootout. They beat Buffalo in an overtime. Then they lost to Pittsburgh in overtime. And then they went on a little bit of a, of a, of a streak. They had a four-game win streak. They lost. They split the Carolina games. Then they beat Florida. You know, then they go in, obviously, this week they beat Columbus. But Galat had talked about how, you know, it seems like they clinched the playoffs and this team just was just like, all right, let's get to the postseason. And that – kind of spells a little bit of trouble to me because 
I don't know if it's me personally, my personal feeling and my personal you know, experiences. And obviously, if you've listened to the show for a long time, you know that I, I you know, look, I'm no, I'm no freaking, I, I didn't play anything important, but, you know, my playing days and going into like, you know, college level and all that, you always, I always felt like you wanted to play good going into the postseason. Like you didn't want to go into the postseason or playoffs or whatever, or, or a championship tournament or whatever it was, states, what have you, not playing well. You kind of, I, I always felt like it's better to go in, you know, not necessarily screaming hot, but you want to go in on a good, on a good note. You don't want to limp in. See, I, I always felt the other way. I always felt you want to go in individually playing well. And if you're individually playing well, then the team results should follow if you're all meshing well as a team. So I I actually don't mind where the Rangers are at right now because it's because you actually look at everybody. Lefford there went through a little bit of a slump for a while. He's red hot right now. Yep. Kako went, went through a little cold spell. He's red hot right now. Philip Heedle's red hot right now. Kid Line's the best line on the team right now, without a question. Far and away. I mean, I, I think Panarin's game has picked up. I think Patrick Kane, like, you're starting to see Patrick Kane look like Patrick Kane. He's settling in. Not not necessarily 2011 Patrick Kane, but th- this is a Patrick Kane that when there are big moments in the post, in the, you know, this spring, I will feel very good about having Kane on the roster. Vladdy Tarasenko, I was just, Vladdy Tarasenko, just, I mean, the goal he scored on Sunday was a absolute snipe. I mean, that thing was gorgeous. Um, Vladdy's playing extremely well. So I, 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 I think the Rangers right now are in a really, really good spot. I, 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 you know, look, the biggest one for me, Igor. Igor had had an yeah. up and down start to the season. And since the All-Star break, he was he's he he's been of Igor of last year. year. Yeah. yeah. So that to me is the biggest one. The fact that Igor's going, going into the playoffs, that to me is all that matters. Because the Rangers have more than enough firepower to to carry them through. And I think and I hope Kreider does usually play better in the postseason than he does in the regular season. So here's hoping that the ghost you know, will make his usual impact in the playoffs. Even though he he's unbelievably statistically, he's had a good year. It just doesn't feel like he's had a good year because I feel like his play has been so up and down. Yeah, I mean, you noticed that the other night, like at the end of the game, um, I think it was the Devil game, where he just it, it almost like he shied away from the puck a lot of times. And it was kind of like very like loose, loose with the up. Now listen, I'll, I'll, let me let me back up a second because I'm not saying that the Rangers are limping into the playoffs. I'm not saying that at all, um, and I'm not insinuating that they they're going to be. I think what this stretch kind of shows you on the back end is is just how important Ryan Lindgren is to this team. I think I think that's what shows you a lot. But I think like you said, you look at the positives of things. I know Gerard Gallant goes and says, I feel like you know. The team not necessarily packed it in, but this team, you know, we we clinched, and it's like, all right, well, we don't have to play hockey until the playoffs. Yet you've got the kid line, like you said, the kid line looks like playoff kid line already. 
Like the, the switch has been flipped. And I'll take it. You know what? If you're going to tell me, like Philip Heedle's had a great season. Lafreniere and Kako have had up and downs. Like they've had their moments. Lafreniere's had his spells. Kako has had, you know, Kako is one of those, those, those guys where if, if he could just get a finishing touch a bit more, man, with, with his ability to not get, to not be knocked off the puck and his ability to, to keep the puck away with his strength, just imagine a couple of years from now, his ability. Um, but if you're going to tell me that they're going to potentially turn it on like they did last postseason, and now you add, you know, Patrick Kane, like you said, Vladi Tarasenko. Hopefully Panarin doesn't really have a repeat of last postseason outside of its Pittsburgh, you know, series winner. Uh, it, you know, Igor plays like Igor plays. Ryan Lindgren is back and healthy, which I believe he's supposed to be in the lineup against Tampa, right? Mm-hmm. I believe. Um, you know, you, you look at all these those factors, and God damn, I'm excited for for the playoffs. Before we talk about the playoffs and the rest of the schedule, we obviously have to talk about the snipe of a deal by Chris Drury, the Philip Hedel extension, which is basically a drop in the bucket. I, I mean, the, the news came out. You you texted me, and you were like, mm-hmm. Filipino extension. And I was and I was like, oh, here we go. Like, what's it going to be? And, you know, the, the reports come out, you know, four years, $17 million, uh, just just under $18 million, I should say. The annual cap hit of 4.4. I mean, a terrific. It's, it's a terrific deal for both sides. Could Filipino probably get more? After the season he's having, sure, I, I think so. Is this the perfect contract for the Rangers to carry them through to potentially like that next level of or next wave of Rangers hockey? Yes. You know, the the next run of the cap going up, yes. And it, and it helps solidify a center position that has been – up until this year, really, even last year, up until this year has kind of been up in the air. Who's their number two? Who's their, you know, who who are their guys? Well, now it, now it's during the contention window because right. now the, the Rangers are in their championship window. So it's, it, it officially opened last year. Yeah. So now the Rangers are in their championship window and they don't have to worry about depth down the middle because now they have it. Now... Heedle's extension couldn't mean the end of Barkley Goodrow this summer because he does have Possibly. a 15-team no-trade list. So Drury can move him this summer. I think a lot of that depends on the playoffs. I think a lot of that depends on the playoffs. Well, I think I think see, I think what's gonna what's gonna be the the kicker on that is gonna be do the players renegotiate the escrow. So this way they can get a four million dollar bump this year, or or is it only going to go or, up to like the million that's projected right now? Right, or are they going to say no? We're not taking on more escrow. You know, this is what we agreed to. Let it go up a million this year, and then next year let it do the the four million dollar jump when escrow's paid off. Yeah. If if I was Marty Walsh, head of the NHL Player Association, the new head of the Players Association. I would likely tell them, look, renegotiate it, get the bump this year, 
so certain guys can get their money this year and then work more to pay, you know, kick in a little extra to pay it off and then let the cap keep growing. So this way everybody gets more money. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, moving into the latter parts of what we got for today, the upcoming schedule. So we've got, we won't be record. We'll probably be recording again Tuesday night because the Rangers are playing Monday night against the Sabers, unless we do something different. Maybe who knows? But they've got obviously Tampa Wednesday night. They've got their last back to back of the season. Like half their games felt like they were back to backs, but they got Tampa Wednesday night. Then they're out in St. Louis to take on the Blues, who are out done. They've got a Saturday game in Columbus against the Blue Jackets, another team that's basically in the Bedard, the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. They've got a game on Monday against the Buffalo Sabres, who I think are still technically that, not that out. Game against, that, that win against the Rangers was huge for them. Was, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're they're still not listen. Do I think they're going to get in the playoffs? I I don't know, but I mean, right now, as of right now, they're tied with the Panthers in a huge game. I mean, again, I'm saying huge, but it's a tremendous game that they win tonight in in regulation against the Panthers. Guess what? They're only three points back of 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 the Panthers. Pittsburgh is losing right now to the Devils uh, in the second period, so. Yeah, I Pittsburgh, think Pitt, Pittsburgh I has think put Pittsburgh, themselves right for for the. Picking. I think Pittsburgh is going to miss the playoffs. I I really do. You know, the Islanders have that, lost two in a row. That's not necessarily a hot take that Pittsburgh might miss. No, I don't think so. But I mean, but, but Buffalo's got two games in hand on all of these teams. Three now, on remember, the Islanders. Games in hand don't mean anything unless, unless you win. win. That is so. true. But when you look at. You know, when you look at our schedule, right now it's like, right now to me this is kind of like get Ryan Lingren back in the lineup, get everybody, keep everybody rolling, get everybody going smooth and stay healthy. Stay, and just stay get healthy. Get through the final five games. You know, they got one more game against Toronto in the middle of next in the middle of next week. And you know what? Pack pack your bags, get the hell home, get done. You know, see where the chips lie for the, for the postseason. Right now, it is more and more likely that we are going to play the Devils in the first round in New Jersey. In in Jersey, more more than likely, unless we go on a roll and and they kind of fodder. Which I mean, look, the Devils are four four and two in their last ten. They're not exactly lighting it up, but you know, Carolina is doing just a little bit more of enough to stay just ahead of them. They've now got themselves a three point cushion. Uh, in that, and you know, the Rangers are three points back of the Devils right now for for second place for whether they get home ice. Which I, I don't know if it really necessarily to me in this case. I don't know if it really matters. Uh, well, no, because the Rangers get all seven games will be at home for the Rangers. So I mean, it really doesn't matter. You know, but you look at like that wild card matchup. And I know we're talking general NHL now, but that wild card matchup is turning into what could be like it was looking for a bit as if like the Islanders and Penguins were going to just wrap it up. And that's far from the case right now. You know, Florida came roaring up 
and was was coming back. You know, they're on a three-game win streak. Buffalo now has started picking up games, but they've got games at hand on everybody. So those are, you know, those are critical for them. Uh, and their schedule, just kind of looking at it, you know, real quick, they've got Detroit. You know, they've got a tough one against Carolina. They got a buzzsaw when they get to us, though. They got us on Monday the 10th, and then they got the Devils. But they finish up the season against Ottawa and Columbus. So they've yeah, got a couple. They've got a couple the, of points in there where they need to grab them the good in order to make them, things interesting. The good thing for them is though the Rangers and Devils really don't need the games. No, and that might be the thing where it's like you know what, possibly some rest starts happening and some load management. But when you go to the Islanders per se, I mean the Islanders have probably the easiest schedule outside of Tampa on Thursday. They got the Flyers on Saturday who, ironically, the Flyers have actually been playing really good. Then they've got Washington and Montreal. So, in theory, the Islanders should. And Mont- we all know Montreal's not trying to win. Yeah, we, in all theory, the Islanders should. If, like, they don't get in, that's that's incredibly embarrassing. You know, and then for Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's got the Devils right now that they're losing to. Then they got Minnesota on Thursday. But then it's Detroit, Chicago, Columbus. Like if 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 Pittsburgh falls out of this and doesn't find a way to get to stay into the playoffs, like with that schedule, that's horrendous. Yeah, but Detroit's not a gimme game. Detroit play Detroit plays tough. I know, but you've got Chicago and Columbus. Like your final four games after tonight. Chicago and Columbus, you've got to take those four points. Well, and if you if you take those I hope, four, I hope, you should I get they, it. I hope they don't. But then you look at the Panthers. The Panthers may have a tough one. You know, they're in a battle right now with Buffalo, but then they got Ottawa and Washington. But then they've got Toronto and Carolina, which all depends on where it is. You know, for Carolina, especially if Carolina is in a thick battle with the with the Devils and they want first overall, or, you know, even if us, if we go on a roll here and we're battling, you know, potentially taking the first spot in the division, that game might mean a lot. So there's a lot at play. Like, this this wild card may not go down until the final day of the season, which is which is pretty which is pretty cool, which I think is that's how it should be, personally. It's great for the game. Yeah, it is great for the game. You know, completely different story on the West. I mean, the West is pretty much done. You know, Not necessarily. Yeah, that Western, but, that Western wild card. Yeah, but Seattle's up 92. They've got themselves a decent cushion on Winnipeg. They're up at 92. Winnipeg's at 89. It's Calgary and Winnipeg right now that's the real interesting one. And then even, like, Nashville is somehow still staying alive-ish. But it's it's all going to be really interesting to see how it all plays out. At the end of the day, for me, the Rangers, just let's get these final few games over. Let's get out of it. Get Lingren back in the lineup. Have everybody rolling. Have everybody playing the way they are. And and for the love of God, find some consistency on the power play. And, yeah. And get into the playoffs and introduce this new elite team that is taking the NHL by storm, the Devils. Introduce them to playoff hockey. Because there's very few on that roster that have playoff hockey experience. And I think that's going to be a big awakening. 
When, the only when, one who worries me on that roster in the playoffs is Palat. Yeah, I mean that's a big that's a big factor. Because Palat has dicked us down in the playoffs multiple years. He has. He has. I'm just I'm really curious to see how that how it all plays out because like you like it you you know, game eighty three, it's game one. It's a whole new season. It's a whole different it, type of season. Yeah, it becomes it becomes the Devils, I don't know if their style of play, if they'll enjoy playoff hockey. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting to see. So, all right, we've got, like I said, we've got four games on tap. We'll be back next Tuesday to record and recap and then give you our, you know, hopefully by then, by Tuesday, we should pretty much know what's going on. We'll give you kind of our ideas on playoff matchups. Maybe we'll even do a little bit of uh, playoff bracket challenge here between Nick and myself. Oh, and then we're going to even do some new stuff for next year that we'll talk about. But we're going to leave that as a teaser. And maybe we'll get a guest or two on before the postseason starts. Oh, that maybe. would be kind of cool. We would have some fun with that. That's all we got oh, for this one, baby. That's all I got. That's all we got. So with that, I bid you adieu. I'm going to leave you off. Nick always likes to close out his podcast with something. So Who knows long. what it will be this time. Farewell. Alvida's and goodbye.